Hey, it's Kyle Meredith, host of the Kyle Meredith with podcast, presented by WFPK at WFPK.org and the Consequence Podcast Network. It's a series that puts the spotlight on iconic musicians and actors, inviting them to drop by and talk about their latest projects, whether it's albums, TV shows, films, or beyond. I'm going to say something I don't want to say. Here it goes. Without Spinal Tap, there is no Tenacious D. Whoa. <laughs> Man. We get great stories and the biggest scoops from people like Garbage's Shirley Manson, the 1975's Maddie Healy, Jack Black and Kyle Gass of Tenacious D, Maya Hawk, Kiefer Sutherland, and everyone in between. New episodes arrive every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, so it's a great way to keep up with your favorite artists and discover some new ones. You can find Kyle Meredith with on the Consequence Podcast Network or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, what's up? Welcome to the show. Feeling good with Duddy. That's me. Let's, Let's go. go. Let's go. What is happening? We are back with what I believe is episode 30. Oh, shit. I believe so. If I'm wrong, you didn't hear that from me. Yeah. Uh, feeling good with Duddy. And as always, I'm here with my brother and my co-host, Hello. Mr. Jake B. Yeah. Hi, everybody. And we have a very special guest today, but first, Jake, what's new? What is new right now? Shit, episode 30, you're absolutely right. I, I am, right? Yeah, okay. we released the Jared episode, and this is absolutely episode 30, so that's brand new. I didn't even know that 10 seconds ago. I'm feeling good about that, and of course, we've got our merch store, so go there now. Get the pork snorkel pen while it still lasts. There's very few left. The Duddy B pen, you've got the Feeling Good with Duddy hoodie and the shirt and all that shit. It's at feelinggoodwithduddy.com. Other than that, man, I've been surfing, been skateboarding a little bit. We had a little skate gang reunion the other day. And oh, yeah. And this Saturday, I'm going to surf in a little uh, Halloween surf down at Blackie's in Newport Beach, where everybody dresses up and runs out there in Halloween costumes. And I am going to have our camera guy, Josh Sugi, with me. So we're going to get some footage of that. Otherwise, Duddy, what's up? Not much here. Uh, you know, just home life. Getting ready to leave back on this little fall run we're doing. Um, dirty heads are going back out. Dirty heads are going back out. Uh, just a small run. I think it's like seven shows in eight days. So it, it's a quick one. But yeah, just kind of getting ready for that. And then, um, yeah. Other than that, let's just uh, let's get into it. Let's, let's get into our it, dude. Guests. We speaking have a, of skate gang. Yeah, we okay. have a good friend here today, a local boy. Uh, we have professional skateboarder Omar Hassan. Yeah. Wait, I guess. Where is it? Uh, Sorry. I guess the I'm the Dirty Thirty Club right here. Thirtieth. That's right. Thirtieth episode. Thirtieth right. episode. I just like I that just hit me too. Right when we were starting, I was like, "Oh shit, that's right. This is episode 30. 30, dude. That's heavy. Well, thank you, man. I know you're a busy guy. Thanks for stopping no, for in. For sure, this is awesome. Yeah. So uh, Omar is friends with a good friend of ours, Brad. Um, and you know he hit us up. He's like, "Hey, man, I'm good friends with Omar. Would you want him in?" We're like, "Absolutely!" So yeah, we're very we're Look, very excited to have got this who's one going. A skateboarder knows anything about skateboarding. Omar has been on the scene since like '87. When did you get? When did uh, you I mean, sign every, with I mean, I don't know. I'm since I'm 21, so. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> He's 21, but it's a long-ass yeah, 21. Yeah, I'm 21, but I've been a uh, pro for like 30 years. 30 years nice. Omar Hassan's been a pro, and, and you know. <laughs> you got to start got, young. You yeah. got to start young, and you got to not quit. So um, he's a local boy, like Duddy said, surfing and skating in Costa Mesa. We grew up in Huntington Beach. It's like one city over. And um, 
Duddy and I look up to skateboarders, MMA fighters, like all that type of stuff. Like Duddy's a rock star, but our rock stars are skaters, surfers, MMA fighters, you know, sweet athletes and stuff like that. So we are always excited to have pro skaters I, on. I think it all coincides. Like, totally. I feel like, um, especially you talk about Costa Mesa. When I was a kid, they had that uh, venue, the uh, Cuckoo's Nest in, in Costa Mesa, which is Show one of the venue? like. It was like one of the gnarliest punk rock. I, Vandals mm-hmm. has a song about it actually. It was some cuckoo's nest. Start singing about it. <laughs> and the owner that owned that actually, his uh, his son was Jesse Roach, who was a skater. He was like in some of the Powell videos in the back in the day and stuff. So, but like music and you know surfing, skateboarding, and now I mean the um, MMA is kind of a new thing. That's mm-hmm. kind of a, a another thing that a lot of people are into. But like it kind of all coincides because. It's not necessarily like a sport, and it's not like you know it's an individual thing that that people are into, and it's it's kind of cool. Like music, especially in skateboarding, I always felt that you know I remember those old Devo videos back in the day, and they're skating the pool, and Devo's like playing on the top, and like, and then um, if yeah, you're a, just, if you're a skater, it's, I mean it, nowadays they're skateboarding everywhere, everywhere. But I grew up in the '80s. You know, you yeah. were shredding in the '80s, Duddy. We all remember it. Um, if you saw skateboarding anywhere on just normal media, you were like, what the fuck? Like Devo skateboards. Oh, that's my favorite yeah. band now. Yep. It was rare. So when you saw, even I remember there was like a Cheerios commercial where I think it was like Chet Thomas at yeah. the time. who was a local kid. Random did like a kickflip. Wow. Yeah, yeah dude, did like a right. kickflip on a, on a, on a it half. It was I'm Chet like, Thomas. Get me some Cheerios. Mm. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> McDonald's, he, he did a McDonald's commercial. But like. <laughs> Yeah, nowadays it's crazy because if you flip on the TV, it's like everywhere. Every everywhere. other commercial is like just someone, someone skating by in some mm-hmm. fashion or form. But uh, and then also the music that goes behind it. <laughs> so it's like it all it all coincides. You know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. Music and and surfing and skateboarding are one thing. We surfers learn all their favorite bands from watching surf videos over and over again. Skate like I found out about Wu Tang <clears throat> Clan because skateboard videos started playing oh, yeah. Wu-Tang Clan in the 90s, you know? Like, well, I would have never heard of them. Yeah, that's interesting that we're talking about this because I uh, every part, a lot of people's good, like when you have your best part or people's, they remember the song more than the almost the skating. If the song mm-hmm. goes to the skating, they remember those both those things. The, the problem people have now is getting the rights to the songs. Because oh, yeah. back then you could just run whatever, whatever. you wanted, yeah, you know? Now it's that? like... like I it's never just, thought about that. Yeah. Huge songs are in old skate videos yeah. and they didn't pay oh, anyone yeah. for that I shit. I remember one of my now. favorite scenes. Like, what the I, fuck? What, it had like uh, Aerosmith's freaking dream on. What was that? Oh, Fight Fire with Fire, that? like that Rodney like a, Mullen or something. And it was just an amazing yeah. scene. And I remember well, I watched it yeah. so many fucking times. You would be the, sued forever. Oh yeah. my so God. I, I know that like uh, Thrasher does this thing where they will get the song on the site. But then when it goes to the YouTube channel, it has to be a different song. Yep. Some so it's freebie. like everyone kind of just now that the, no one's actually buying material items like CDs and records and the only way you can get it off of is like paying for it. It's just kind of fucked everything. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like. Oh, yeah. I never thought about it like that because yeah. before it would be like, hey, I heard this killer song. I guess I got to go down to fucking Sam Goody yeah, or whatever yeah, the record totally. store and buy the CD. But yeah. nowadays you're like, oh, cool. There's the song. I don't know. You already yeah. have it. There it is. Yeah. I yeah. mean, yeah. Or you Oops. got something like, you know, like you, I pay 10 bucks for like Apple music a month. And it's like, I could literally download endless albums. Everything that's I ever I can download a thousand albums. albums in one month if I want. $10. 
It's insane. Wow. But well, every kid relates to uh, a skater and their parts by their music as well. Like nowadays, it's like you hear you hear a song, you hear in a scene in a skate video, and then they're like, "Oh, what if I want to use that song? Oh, it's already been used by this guy." Oh, because totally. it's like that's like the yeah. new thing too. Because they're like, "Oh, sorry, this guy already used it." It's, so it's like you know, but. And yeah, it's really hard to get the rights to music nowadays. But some of it's like you said, the legendary skate videos were yeah, they they had great soundtracks. Yeah. and you and you did you you heard a song, you went and looked it up, and you bought that album. I'm you thinking totally back did. to all these old skate videos now that I grew up with. I'm like, oh my god, they they would have the Misfits, and I you know back yeah. then now the Misfits, I I see their shirts at like Forever Twenty One. So someone's getting paid <laughs> off that shit. Right. For sure. Now you'd be sued out the gates. But I yeah, I remember like all the, the Agent Misfits, Orange. Asian. Was that was like a huge one totally. for, for skateboarding? Skate you know, what I mean, like yeah. that was like they kind of were made a niche off of that those fans that skated and watched. And there were another ones that had a music video where they were like on the deck of the combi, the original Upland combi, and there's just like I think Vision or someone Vision skateboards used them in the video, and like mm-hmm. it's weird how little things like that matter because you know it's people really it, it's like complements each other, you know. Totally. I, well, it's it's funny because it. It's you know, it's, and when you said it, it's like you know, skateboarding and surfing and music and it, and all that like extreme, MMA, they all go together very well. And it mm-hmm. is, it's because if you're a professional skater or a professional surfer or you're a professional musician, you've definitely learned from other people or watching other people, but you got your own style. And it's like a thing that you kind of have to create your own style to yeah. become good at that. If you're out there skating exactly like someone else and doing the exact same tricks as someone else, that's you know, that would get old. So you right. got to kind of learn from other people, but kind of create your own little style. It's like, it's an yeah. art. You know? Skateboarding it's really is cool. absolutely art. Yeah. yeah. Every skateboarder Not has always, their own it's, style. And it's kind of mm-hmm. retro. For sure. Because look, you guys are all riding the old boards too. So yep. it goes full circle where you're like, totally. I want it to go. And you know, what's funny is watching these kids, man, they all wear like, like motorhead yep. and like Metallica and stuff like, and they like, weren't even close to born in that generation, yep. but it still kind of holds to this day when it comes to like quality music, you know? And that's a weird, cool thing with surfing. And I think even maybe even more so skateboarding or maybe exactly the same for both. It's like, there's this always this weird and awesome respect for the past in surfing. Totally. It's sure. like, you're not saying it's not always like the generation right before me. Like these guys were the best, but surfers and skaters, they always skip back, you know, two, three generations and have mad respect for the dudes from the eighties, the seventies. Yeah. Yeah, they sell yeah. all these old like retro things, like p- pictures of like buttons doing like laybacks. Mm-hmm. And I've noticed that like all these people that don't even know who Buttons is or whatever, like it got to a point where the, that's like one of the highest sold photographs is this one photo of Buttons, like, and all these people are putting it on their like walls. And can you guys find that photo of Buttons? He's a surfer, Afro. Type in like Buttons surfer layback. There should probably be a classic photo. And you're right because. Kids today, it doesn't matter. You could be born 200 years from now, For I think. Sure. And if you just see that buttons thing, you're all, who the fuck? Because style never, ever dies. Yeah, that is ever. all style, and it was cool. This Buttons, you just look at buttons, and it's maximum style already. Right. Even if he's not even surfing, you already know. But but you know what? That's Bam, there's a, that's, you know, that's a turn anyway. That's a gouge right there. But the, he what, what they did is kind of, you know, even like everyone talks about the Dogtown stuff. Mm-hmm. These guys were before them even when it came to like, innovating you know surfing and skating is like all, all that's what skating came from that's but. what they wanted to look like yeah. right there I just mean, on yeah. the ground yeah they were pretty much you know inventing this as they went 
let's do this then real quick. Let's just, because we got you here, let's quickly tell everybody when you started. And I wanted to kind of do a thing where while we're talking about your career, I also want to almost parallel it with skateboarding because skateboarding is was huge yeah. and then it was dead yeah. and then it was underground and people's wheels were this big yeah, and yeah, then yeah. it came back and <laughs> no, now man, it's fucking so never dying because uh I, you've I, been there I, yeah i mean i grew up here in, in newport and costa mesa and that's where vision was you know vision pumping street stuff wear. out vision yeah. skateboards and they owned sims at the time mm -hmm. schmidt sticks skateboards and all that and then uh i turned pro in 89 and it was still pretty you know there were still parks around and stuff and then you know what i i what happened was uh a lot of the parks were getting sued so they made it like it was like kind of a liability to just have a skate kids park. getting hurt. So, yeah, people so, were just yeah, kids today. There were skate parks like in the late seventies, early eighties, and they were more flow parks, like almost mm -hmm. surfy. And and like Omar saying, and everyone was having fun. But then all of a sudden, kids get hurt, and and park skate parks are like not worth it to be around I to, anymore. I used to always trip out and seeing all the old photos and stuff. And then there's that one episode of Chips. Have you ever seen the, the motorcycle episode? cop? Yeah, no yeah. way. And they, they go to a park. They go to a skate park, and they're like, "I'm just like a little kid. Like, whoa, can we find? I don't know if you can <laughs> no. find that, but look up Chip yeah, Skate Park. Anyway, so they, <laughs> that like actually was like when I was a kid. I was like, man, imagine if they still built that stuff today. You know? Oh, Damn, I always used that to see that. Remember those float parks? Like, yeah. Fuck, I want to do that so bad. And it's like there are float now. Now parks they're now, doing it no yeah, more. It's I mean, now I can't do that no more. One thing that's crazy if you if you think about. All the um, maybe just old skate parks. There you go. Like this oh, might you be found it. it. Yes, oh my god! There we for, go. the, for the listeners, if you go to YouTube, uh, we're playing the the, okay, the part, the, the part, the skate park. This is shits. like one when I was a kid. I was like, oh, like just they're fully like this. Watch this. It, it actually goes into nowhere, but the the snake run goes into nothing, which is kind of sketchy. But. <laughs> so this so for for if for anyone who doesn't know, Chips was a uh, like a like a you know we're older, dude. I, I just turned forty. I wish 40, they could bro. see this. Right I wish now, you could see this. They can. They can. They, they will. Go, oh, okay. go to yeah, YouTube, yeah. you guys. Chips was a show in the '80s where two highway patrol officers, like motorcycle, bike, you know, freeway officers, you know, one of them was just a good-looking Latina fella with the big quaff, and the other guy just a USA fucking white boy with the quaff and the blue eyes, and they're just handing out fucking citations all over Southern Cal. And there's an episode where they go to an old-school skate park. Oh, We're watching are. it right now, dude. I, I, I seriously was hoping this was gonna pop up because if it didn't, I was just gonna sound like an idiot. <laughs> no, dude, it's actually on YouTube. Oh, my so God! You and gotta check it out. Oh, look the best guys. part is he just dude, looks people... like he skates every day. <laughs> you guys, this is full blown, just Brady Bunch style. <laughs> Shirts unbuttoned down <laughs> so to the belly button. Sick. Everyone's got huge helmets on, and this is epic. Oh my God! This people still want to look like this right now, though, because this is kind of retro cool. Look at that skate park. You guys got to go to YouTube and watch this, and you will see how far skate parks have come. <laughs> Holy jeez! Damn. Well, let's keep rolling. Yeah, that's so, good. Yeah. so you're growing up, and and you, when do you start skateboarding? How about that? Um, I I started skating when I was about you know like really young. I'm talking like you know five maybe. You know, my older brother was like a huge influence to me, and then uh, we used to get our boards at all the swap meets. Like Orange County Swap Meet was like the the spot back then because they actually sold legit legitimate product at the swap meets. They had like new boards, like hey, yeah, I'm a skateboard like, pop up, shop. just like pop up shops. What type of boards? What eras? I mean, what are we Alva doing? boards, just Alva, early yeah. 80s. Yeah. Same boards, Duddy yeah. and I are rolling with. I'd get on my knees and push around those, and then uh, then we started the knees. It, it, that it was starting, always. It's funny how quick the boards just got super wide. 
And then, you know, yep. by the time I really got into it and started skating, boards were super wide. I think one of my first boards was a Steve Caballero. Dude. Um, Powell board. And, Daddy uh, had the cab. That was my Daddy first one. With the dragon. The yep. dragon. Yeah. Exactly. And it was like White an orange. The dragon. This was like a bright fluorescent orange board. But Daddy. my older brother is was really good at skating. And uh, <laughs> we grew up. In, in Costa Mesa there, and um, yeah, I don't know if you've ever heard of Johnny Two Bags. He's one of the uh, guitar players for uh, Social Distortion now. Okay. So we were like all kind of, that was his generation of kids, and they were all into skating and punk rock, and and he just kind of turned me on to like what it was about, and I just emulated him because he was like my hero at the time, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So uh, then uh, Upland Skate Park was still around at that time. That was a famous Southern California yeah, park. Find so, Upland Skate Park if you guys so can. So I ended up uh, going there, and that was like, you know, an eye-opener. Like, whoa, this is crazy, you know? And then I was probably 11, 12, maybe. And then uh, by the time I was 13, I started kind of getting uh, product from people. But I've been skating, you know, since like five. So leading up to that, I started. And then, and then it got to the point where transition kind of died. But we always built ramps and would would skate, and then all the uh, street street skating started to come yep. into play. And now we're talking like nineties, early. No, this is this like is still yeah, late eighties. This is like ninety, 90. Or, 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 I don't know about eighty eight, eighty nine. So yeah, so you even know. before that, eighty seven. I'm saying. So then you know when the street plants started coming in, mm-hmm. it's funny because it used to be down in Huntington. It was it was like you were able to skate down there back then, and it would be like break. We all break. Did break dancing? I don't yeah. know if you ever did break dancing. No, <laughs> it was insane. So all the skaters were break dancers. No, well, and... some. I mean, it was like coincided back then because break dancing. <laughs> Are you was talking like, like down like under the pier area? No, yeah, back then people <laughs> bring their pier. Yeah, I remember yeah, that yeah, cardboard people, slabs. Yeah, bring I, cardboard. I can remember, I remember that. that. We were kids, but I remember. And there yeah. were these people skating, and that was like the fucking yeah. the green or the arcade was down there. Right. Oh shit! It's so f- random, and yeah. then. Uh, then street plants came in, and we'd actually make like a real circle, you know, because you'd make a circle when you're doing mm-hmm. break dancing. Yeah. Then we'd do a circle and do like street plants. And we'd see yeah. how long they could like, oh. stand on their arm. Then ho hos, you know, you're doing ho hos. Like, <laughs> but um, so you know, it was just kind of one of those things. And then and then that's just kind of what I grew up doing. And then I always surfed because that was like accessible. And all my friends I grew up with, most of them surfed more than they skated. So mm-hmm. I just you know. Hung out with everyone, and, was, and then I, I became like the dude that was more passionate about skating. But all my friends that surfed too, I'd get them to skate with me, and we'd all like build little ramps and just you know just little groms, just mm-hmm. hooking out. And then, <laughs> what, at what point do you or do you you know sign with Vans, and and that's pretty uh, early on in your career. Yeah, you start getting so, a little more serious. When, yeah, no, I um when I was when I turned uh I want to say thirteen, Vision sent me to uh. Europe to do this kind of like movie thing with a um, contest that was like a real like a pro contest that was there and I was an amateur I entered it as an amateur at the time. Is and this that, half pipe? It was half pipe and street and street. Yeah, and um, I remember like like going into that arena and being like, oh my god, like all these guys I saw in the magazines or whatever, and mm-hmm. then just kind of getting inter- introduced to like a bigger stage. Yeah. And uh, and then all of a sudden it was my first time to, to Europe as well. So uh, and you're 13. Yeah. So it was like holy shit. I was, and I had a, a chaperone with me. This guy that did the uh, John Hogan. He did the team for Vision back then. And then yeah, it just opened up my eyes to like, 
oh, it's like a whole scene, you know what mm -hmm. I mean? And it was like, there's, you know, that guy, you know, there's this guy, the guy, all the guys I looked up to, you know? Skateboarders in the, in like the, definitely the early, and like all the way to the late 80s or something, or maybe it was even all the way through the whole 80s, skateboarders were actually fucking rock stars. You know, there For was sure. Tony Hawk, there was the PAL team, there was the Vision team, there was so many names, they were on TV, they were in big movies. I think it Tony Alva, Alva was like the first, took it to the level of being like, Kind of flamboyant and rock starish, you know. Yeah, mm -hmm. absolutely. And With he, the he, hair and the, yeah, and, and the and way like, he dressed, and it was like a lot of TV time back then because it yeah. was, you know, it was like that right before the the lull of it. But um, well, you and know. then you got into guys like even you know Gator and yeah. Hasoy and all the oh, yeah. flashy hey. motherfuckers. Yeah, Hasoy like, was the best because oh. yeah. anyone that's gonna run some pink. Yeah. Like oh my spandex shorts yeah. out there. Pull up and, and then, the soy picture. Live. I remember we got a picture with him, I believe. What, we were, oh, yeah. What's we funny about him? Yeah. He'd come and do the show anytime, the guys. Oh, nice. Yeah, I, I hang it. out with him all the time. But what's funny is you would look at the guy. Okay, one day I, he had short hair, right? And then mm -hmm. there was this contest, the Holiday Havoc. It was in Anaheim, one of the big, like, when skateboarding was starting to come back big again. And all of a sudden he had long hair. I was like, what the hell, dude? Like, the dude had hair in extensions. <laughs> no, no, <laughs> no way. He put hair extensions in. Oh, nice. And then he's wearing, like, he's wearing, like, spandex. And I'm like, dude, this guy's, like, insane. And I, as much as you want to clown on that. Dude, old Hasoy. Get 80s Hasoy. Christ air. And then as much yeah. as you'd want to clown on that, he yeah. would drop in and do a 10-foot air on a nine foot ramp oh yeah Christian so you were like a ledge uh like i gotta <laughs> i got i like i i don't want to like this but i actually love this no that's funny that you say that because like, like danny way uh -huh. and all of us were kids we're like that's sick and then I, and there's like photos of like Danny and certain dudes wearing the spandex underneath their actual oh, shorts. Nice. They're like, Brave they're enough, like, dude. I can't, oh, I can't I run it all the way. Spandex, but, yeah. yeah. Pull up a, uh, right in Christ air. You'll, you'll find Christian Asoy doing yeah. huge I spread out one, airs with they long the hairs. That's a cool photo right there. Yeah, That's but, like some underground I mean, shit. I didn't even know what hair extensions were until I saw him, and I'm like, "What the hell is he doing?" Like, he just <laughs> showed up with hair all of a sudden. Dude, yeah, that's what I'm talking about. You got to make your own style. It's yeah. like you know, and <laughs> right there, that first one on the left. Yeah, there you go. Wow, oh, yeah. you can't see the shorts so much. Yeah, he, dude, he would wear spandex. He would wear, and you know, skateboarding got crazy <laughs> in the '80s, dude. It was just everything was, and and then everyone started having shit hanging off of them too. There was a few guys that would. You know, Christian Soy, another thing the, you'd do is tie the you tie yeah. the long sleeve button up around the waist just so you had more flair. Yeah. You know, a lot of guys would do that. And and then um and then skateboarding kind of just like it it really died fucking quick. Like right yeah. at the end of the eighties. So nobody's doing half pipe anymore. Street starts happening, but street isn't all the way there yet. Like you said, it's guys you know, doing you know where you know what's funny is Mark Gonzalez is one of the, you know, biggest influences of ever and he did a lot of his influencing right here in costa mesa newport because mm -hmm. he wrote for vision at the time so he he kind of started that whole street style thing taking it because he was really good at, at vert as well but he's like i'm not as good as hasoy or these guys but they can't ollie onto a bench and board slide mm -hmm. and he started learning how to like innovate on the streets and he's like an artistic very like kind of savvy mentally like 
focused, kind of ahead of his time guy. So he just started doing all this weird shit on his skateboard. And uh, I feel like he took that next level. And then right when it died, it died. But his influence and that and that next generation, it was like kind of going through a transformation of like all the parks were gone because mm-hmm. of liability. Every like when I had to skate a ramp, it had to be in someone's backyard. You had to go. They like, had to have etiquette as well. That was another thing. Yep. So as the skate parks go away, there's really nowhere for any kids to skate now. You 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 know, it's one thing you you watch a half pipe contest on TV or you watch a sick skate contest at a park with the best pros on TV. You get fired up, but then you realize there's nowhere for me to go to even possibly try to skate the things that I'm watching my my heroes skate. And then there goes skateboarding, right? It kind of starts going away. Kids don't want to go buy skateboards anymore because they have nowhere to go. And then street is born where it's like, okay, you get your skateboard back out, kid. Now you can just go down to the local park, start ollieing up on park benches and, and you can go outside and the world is your skate park and, and little underground street videos start coming right. out. And that's when and it, uh, you know, it that's when it also starts crawling at the back. same time. That's when, then you started seeing the whole, like, you can't skate here. Yeah. I was just going to say, I was going to say, there's that famous sticker. Skateboarding is a crime. Yep. yep. Skateboarding. And that's where it came from is because they, every, all the kids got on the street. But as much as people like, you know, talk about that era, it was kind of sick because mm-hmm. you were, you had to be really into it. You weren't just a kook anymore that was into it because other people were into it. Mm-hmm. And it was like kind of a, it, it became like a little underground scene again. Totally. That was like, you know, you had to like really be into it to do it. And then all of a sudden when street skating started getting crazy and like a lot of these kids, some of the best skateboarders in the world come out of like broken homes, inner cities, like that skateboarding brought them out of an environment that would have meant really, really bad. So (laughs) a lot of these guys, some of these guys are kind of not only still to this day, some of the best skateboarders are like. I mean, there's little kids that they would have been in gangs or was, they would have been um, in jail selling drugs. Skateboarding brought them out of that like whole thing. And I, I feel like that's one thing that's like been underlooked a lot for, especially in those times. That's what it kind of brought. Like street skating is, is anyone can grab a board and just jump out of you, go out of your house and just jump on it and go skate, you know? And, yeah. and it's everywhere, like universal, like I've noticed uh, in any other country. They have their sports. They have, like in, in um, Australia, they don't have really necessarily baseball or football. We have all these sports. Skateboarding is international. Everywhere. It's, it's everywhere. Like you're, you're, yeah. you, in Brazil, Brazil is a huge one. Dude, like Brazil is Dom, it's, it's like dominant it's crazy. in Japan now. Yeah. Jeez, you watch yeah. SLS, like the, the you know Street League, which is the highest level of street skateboarding competitions these days, and. It, there's like four Japanese dudes now. Yeah. There's yeah. a bunch of Brazil. It's everywhere. There's so, Italian dudes. They're but like from in, everywhere. In Brazil, uh, they don't have like a multiple sports because they have soccer, which is you yeah. know, that's they their, call like, it football. That's <laughs> that's yeah. their biggest thing, pretty much. And then second to that is surfing mm-hmm. and skateboarding, and that's pretty much it for their. So that's a, but that's a huge amount of people that are into it and doing it. So those guys are hungry. They're like, mm-hmm. they, they don't even, they don't do, they don't do anything and that's their way out. It's almost like on a broader scale of like getting them out of a shitty in, a situation or a shitty environment. They're, yeah. if they, as soon as they start like elevating and escalating on a skateboard, then they bring it here and they become famous. They start getting paid. Like the, the 
amount of money that they're going to make being a professional skateboarder in, in America is five times what they would make if they just had a job in Brazil. Yeah. Probably more than like that. Yeah. You know? So, so yeah, it's like, dude, it's insane. It's like, that's the one thing that I, I look at. That's the positive of, especially street skating and stuff. And that whole generation that brought, came out of that is, you know, it's like, it's really brought a lot of people into like a, a world of, of, of joy and like shit that they would have never been able to be a part of. Yep. Cause you know, even for a while I was living in Santa Ana as a kid and, uh, Santa Ana, there's gangs, Absolutely, you know, yeah. and, and, it, but all my little homies that I would, you know, cause I went to Greenfield elementary for a little bit and all my homies that I would hang out with, they had brothers that were gang in gangs or they would be like, uh, affiliated in some way, but we all had skateboarding in common. Mm -hmm. And then some of those guys would just like become really good at skateboarding. And then next thing you know, they would like come not go into that lifestyle that could have could have changed their life Dude, in a whole different way you know it's just like boxing or something you know they yeah. say there's, mm -hmm. it takes these kids from the inner city For it sure. gives them something it's the same exact thing like would you rather have you know you're just think of your son or your daughter would you rather have them grinding on a curb or whatever breaking yeah. into a car i mean it's Dude. all excitement level and when you have adrenaline and you're a kid you just want to okay. be excited and a little let's, scared let's get back to something you know? right yeah. um my parents did not really support me in skateboarding. They thought it was just like, what, what are you doing? Like, what, what, are you, what, why are you doing this? Like, get a job type thing, right? Yeah. Nowadays, oh, it's like. They're skateboard moms. <laughs> it's, oh, yeah. at it's the park. Like, it is a total 180 when it comes. <laughs> they got their chairs. They yep. got umbrellas. And they got their agents behind them, like do a kickflip, yeah, 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 yeah. So yeah, the, back then was a little less support with the parental guidance. You know what I mean? Oh. And, and, and like my parents were like super cool. And they, my mom and dad were like, "Rad, do whatever you want," but they were like, "Okay, but you, it's time for you to actually get a job." I'm like, "No, this is good. Like I'm doing this." Skateboarding was not yeah. a career. Oh, so I got out of my house early. Not a career when I was like 16, I got. I was like, I, I have to make. There's something out of this because my parents are like vibing me out of the house. When is this? <laughs> when I was 16. What's up, like, what year? Like, 90s? Like 89. 89. 89. Okay. Yeah. I'm just, I want everyone to understand yeah. the era and, and, yeah. and go on your journey. And then I, yeah. And then I ended up doing uh, independent studies because of the fact that I was like traveling and doing stuff. But what most of the kids were doing independent studies because they were like, Fucking up, basically. And what were you doing? Like traveling, doing contests and things? Yeah. And just, you know, yeah. I, I had a couple sponsors that would like, send me spots and then I, I ended up just renting rooms from friends and then after that it just you know by the time I was 18 or so it was just like it became more like I was generating a living doing it better cool. you know what I mean Nice. I'm fucking giving me. I'm getting signals from uh, behind the board in there, and then everyone looked at me like, "What the hell is Jake looking at?" I'm looking at Mark. He's giving me hand signals, which I cannot read. But yeah, no, the parent, yeah, parental thing, like that was like a big thing back then, you know, like just getting vibed. Like, oh yeah, and I love my mom and dad. Nothing, no disrespect to, to they just didn't they didn't understand. Where it. are your parents from? Are they from you? My my dad's Arabic. Yeah, and my mom's American. So your but dad's just yeah, your mom could like yeah, maybe. Right? Your dad's like, what the yeah. skateboarding. For you know sure, I mean? my dad was like, "Dude, just get out of here!" <laughs> no way. <laughs> so, uh, but yeah, that's a, that's one thing that I've learned that's been like a huge change in in the whole deal. Like, parent, parents are just, 
it's almost wild. You go to the Huntington Beach Van Skate Park these days. Oh, dude. And it's and now with the Olympics coming in the vault. Oh, my yes. God. Yes, and that's for changed. surfing the same. It's, it's, the, it's a complete gnarly. 180 of what we're talking about. If you would have brought your parents or your mom to the skate park yeah. with you, back, they'd be like, <laughs> and what? The or the skate spot? Yeah, yeah the skate like, spot. Wait, your mom? Get out of here, mom. Now you see mom down there filming, like, oh. we got to get on Instagram. Yeah. Like, Dustin, do you need some water? Oh, yeah. Mom's wearing checkered vans. Uh, she knows uh, the fucking uh, drill, dude. Uh, Do it only. We had Kalani Rob on the show a few weeks back, and we had the same conversation about surfing. How yeah. that's just like, are you kidding me? That's that's not a career path when, you know, when we grew up, but now there's surf moms, like, sir, oh, it's like, it's dude, crazy. and they're on the beach and their kid, they're, they're making them do pushups and feeding them fucking whatever steroids and get out <laughs> there and shred. And now like you just hit on it, surfing and skateboarding are going to be in the next Olympics. Yeah. So 2020 that it's a full blown thing now. Yeah. Like it is a career path. What? You're skateboarding? Why? I'm going to be an Olympian. No, yeah, that's no. why I want to represent okay. my country. This is what's crazy. I went to China, and China, uh, this is like four years now, and they, they had no skateboarders. They, China's, you know, pretty gnarly communist country. Mm -hmm. So what they did, once they heard it was in the Olympics, is they formed an Olympic coach. They got about 90 kids, and their jobs were literally to learn how to skateboard for this Olympic thing. Oh my God. Gotta be kidding. That's what the Olympics will do. Yeah. And you know, so God dang and it. And they sucked. I feel bad. Cause China, <laughs> they're, gonna, <laughs> they're way behind. By, dude, by, by now, yeah. there might be a couple of them that are kind of getting it. But then Japan, on the other hand, just went oh my ballistic. God. They're Japan like, all right, we're going to, we're going to do this Olympic thing. And they formed the team and, they, and they've always been into skating. But um, yeah, that's going to be another crazy thing is to see what countries. Now there's people like from America going, well, it's like me saying, well, I could, I could do it for Arabia. Like, yeah. They're just like, <laughs> trying to claim a yeah. city. Oh, like, it's like, oh, I can do a backside no, lift, yeah, so yeah, I guess yeah. I'm the fucking yeah. no, Russian the, the ambassador. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. That's so funny. No, so there, there's so people that are going to be barely able totally to throw a board slide. Oh, Big time no. right I actually, actually want to see that. I and, can't wait. And some of them are getting paid by the governments to be... Like that's their job. Like the government is funding them to go on tours, get paying them to get to the Olympics. Like it's becoming a thing. And it's funny to me, to be honest, it reminds me of like the, the, the only way I see it is like, it's like the first X games. Yeah. Really gnarly at first. Everyone and no one knew what to expect, but then it still got back to now. It's like, okay, there's the X games every year, but it's really just people just start know who's good at skateboarding and they want to see yeah. video parts and they want to it's see weird. Yeah. It, it, so it's going to be interesting to see how much it changed for like a, a year or two, but I don't really feel like it's going to make, uh, they need us more than we need them. And it, they want the youth yeah. demographic market, totally. you know? So it's almost like you got to just play the game and do it. But that like, it's true. We're that's how I gonna... feel about That's my personal feeling. No, that totally makes sense. <laughs> because yeah. skateboarding is so international. Like you said, every competition we're watching, it's already the best dudes from all over the world. So yeah. we're just really going to watch the same. Dudes yeah, exactly. You get the guys that somehow qualify from wherever Ville that it's they've been like, skating for three months, which I 
fucking can't wait to see. Right. And it'll be like seeing myself in the Olympics. I'm like, oh, he I mean, can't if do it, anything. If it's, awesome. a, if it's a North Shore Rick Kane story, then I'll be oh. stoked. Oh, oh that's that's one, be summer, one summer. One summer, they take out Nigel Slater. Rick Kane coming out of... Uh, <laughs> Who's going to be the, the fucking, well, what was the name of the dude that fucking trained him? Chandler. Yeah, oh, yeah. He's going to need his own yeah, Chandler, yeah, yeah. dude, and a turtle to just yeah. shape up a perfect fucking I mean, you never stick. know, dude. That could be, that That would make good for good TV, good TV you know? Oh, like, my God. I, I would actually be rooting, fucking absolutely. love that. Yeah. I will oh, be yeah. rooting for the the best skater from, you know, fucking for whatever. What, what's Turkey. crazy, you know, know like, even, in, even nowadays, like, the street thing, the guys are a little older, and I've noticed they're going to have a park in, in park. It's kind of a new genre for organized skateboarding. Like it's only been around not that long. The way they've organized this park contest thing—that's the like—it's like, a lot yeah, of transition, really. Yeah. So, yeah, but what's yeah. weird is like those kids are so young. Like the oldest, you're basically if you're 25, you're like old. Like some of the kids that are nowadays, that's mm -hmm. how much it's progressed as far yeah. as like kids and the youth of it. Um, so. It's going to be interesting because in, in, in every four years, there's going to be a new changing of the guards. So this year, there's, you know, there's a couple guys like one of my favorites is Pedro Barros. You know, he's like probably 24 now, and this is going to be his first Olympics. I feel like he's like one of the top, you know, dogs. But like it's so changing, you know, and it's like I, when I was growing up. The Olympics. So weird to think. Since I it know. was there, since there it's wasn't, so yeah, think, since there wasn't so surfers. much though, like there wasn't so much. Uh, like spotlight and, and like uh, like grind on it. I felt like the careers were longer because there wasn't so much to gain out of skating. You know what I mean? Like like yeah. I feel like nowadays it's like it's ever changing and it's just like you know it's almost it's it, yeah it's I, I guess it's almost like kind of jujitsu. I'll link it into there yeah, in a weird yeah, way where right? it's like jujitsu was arm bars and rear naked yeah. chokes and some mounts and stuff. And then all of a sudden when the world is aware of jujitsu, now it's, you can't even, they'll take your finger and fucking you're, you're in a, the next state right. over. And what the, f so same with skateboarding. Like now Tito that Ortiz it's, was huge. Yeah. And that was not ground. that long ago. And now there's like this kids that are just like yeah. way hungry. Just, you well, know? I guess once the world, like you said, starts to watch and people start to realize, oh shit, I can make some good money doing that. Then everyone starts to focus and figure out how they can become the best and, and then new tricks moves and, and yep. everything just starts to get way more technical. And it's, it's long, the Alonzo yeah. ball. Yeah. mentality <laughs> that guy with his kids that oh play basketball yeah. he's just like that yeah coach. it's like yeah. we got the best it's better than Jordan ever will be and yeah. it's like it's, it's we got like, skate dude, dads yeah. like that oh, now sure. totally. yeah. Surf, surfing yep skating it's gnarly it's all the all same alright daddy we're getting yelled at hit a sponsor break real quick dude what yeah Mark what? is fucking dude. losing okay, his mind dude. yeah we I... just got told to do a segue from the back look at Mark you got to be fucking kidding me Duddy is pissed, dude. Duddy's pissed. Let him have it, Duddy. Okay, so you know when there's that guy at the office who you just couldn't wait to get fired, and then he <laughs> finally gets fired? <laughs> Guess what? That will make you feel good. Ah, dude. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so, speaking of feeling good, we have some sponsors on here that make us feel good. And oh first, my God. Oh, God damn it, Mark. Uh, Koi, Koi CBD. We love this product. We talk about it all the time on this show. Uh, if you don't know about CBD, please check it out. It's great for, you know, any sort of joint pain or aches. Um, 
they've they've got these amazing drops. I use them every single morning. Um, they've also got some great creams and rubs that I might send you with because you just smashed your hip the other day. Um, it's a, it's a great product. Check it out. KoiCBD.com. And if you put in code DuddyB at checkout, you're going to get 20% off. That's right. And also Sticky Vapes. That is right. Sticky Vapes. Uh, we're a huge fan of Sticky Vapes here. We uh, actually made our own Sticky Vapes with the Dirty Heads and Sticky Vapes. Um, and we made new ones for our new album. Three different flavors from three different songs on the album. We got the Sativa, which is the Lift Me Up. We got the Hybrid, which is the Cloud Lifter. And we got the Indica, which is the Supermoon. All three are delicious. And Jake, where do you use your Sticky Vape? Um, I use my sticky vape. What I like to do, okay, with my sticky vape is I get down and I do a one-handed power slide while stick vaping with oh. the other hand, and then I blow out the vape toke as I'm launching the power slide, making it look like I've thrown some sort of vapey fucking splash out the back. That's just how I use I like it, Daddy. It. I don't know I, how I, you I use yours. Like it, man. Don't pretend That's to know. Great. I, I Thank couldn't. You. I couldn't pull that off. So no, neither can I. I made that whole shit up. Uh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Sticky vapes, great product, great people. Check it out. Stickyvape.com. That's right. And also on it, another great product we love. Uh, they have so many great supplements and just so many great products. If you're someone you know trying to get in shape or just be healthy or whatever it is you're looking for, go to onit.com and that's with two N's, O-N-N-I-T, and check out all the just amazing products they have. I guarantee you, you're going to find something for you. But I personally have been using this one lately and I love it. And it's their all natural melatonin drops because you know, when we're on the road and we're having shows, we're, we're getting off stage late. We're running around stage. There's bright lights and loud music. And it, fuck, it's hard to go to sleep after that. And then you got to go do it again the whole next day. So I take a couple of those drops and I sleep like a baby. Oh, you're going to take some on tour with you? Of course. Is it a bus tour with the Dirty Heads coming up? Yeah. It is. Yep. Yeah. You'll be melatonin. Just I'll be partying, melatonin. Dude. boy. So yeah, that's on it with two N's, O-N-N-I-T. And if you do forward slash duddy at the end of that, you're going to get 10% off. Woo! Get on it. <laughs> there we go. All right. So we've kind of talked about when you started 80s. We've talked about the skateboard boom. We've talked about the skateboard going away. And then, you know, the skateboards when we were kids, they were flat. There was no nose. There was not a lot of street tricks. Then the nose pops up. The wheels get tiny. I Every, fucking hate Everyone's doing, oh, too. everyone's doing 360 flips. All these ugly flips that nowadays we, we watch the old videos and it's horrible. No one, <laughs> dude, people's pants are huge. Right. <laughs> the bigger the pants, the smaller the fucking wheels. And dude. then all of a sudden, I just realized this. And then all of a sudden the pants got tight as hell and wheels got bigger. Well, you know what? You know what? Uh, it, it, the big pants <laughs> came from no rave wear. Rave. Oh yeah, because it, it was, was. The rave it was shit. the same it was, time. It was yeah, like yeah. that yeah. genre of like you, you skated, and then a lot of skaters went to raves because was it like Jenko jeans? Yeah, just and like party and fresh jive, fresh jive, Junko. Oh for, oh, for fuck's sake! So that was yeah. the, the the trend at the time. Grinding, so, right? That was Grinding, our buddy's company. Cheese, yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's so. Funny. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. So, can you guys Dude. pull up the '90s? <laughs> some the '90s. What the what fuck are these guys pulling up? Lingerie, pants, rave wear, lingerie. Mark, Dude, what were Mark. you looking at while we're doing Holy our show? Please pay shit. attention. 
Okay, people weren't skateboarding in the rave that, jeans that, that they're right pulling there out more, That's more of an MC Hammer look right there. <laughs> that's more of like, yeah. That, you guys, somehow they have the Victoria's Secret catalog and then a bunch of MC Hammer pants pulling up right here. If, go to, <sighs> but those little yeah. wheels were fucked. Remember, you hit anything. You hit a oh little pebble with those wheels and you went flying. So here's what happened, dude. Everything is an overcompensation in the world of skateboarding until now, in the world of everything. But so... In the 80s, wheels are huge. There's no nose. Everyone's flashy. Everything's big. And then it goes to like everyone's wearing really just plain clothes. It's just big baggy pants and like whatever, plain little shoes and and a t-shirt, nothing flashy. The boards get, the wheels get really small and everyone's doing s- tricks on the street, right? So they, they got to just, there's no style anymore. It's all about who can flip their board over the most and then skateboard you know, compensates back to style where everyone has to look good. Now everyone has to land their tricks perfectly or it doesn't count. And that's kind of where we are now in street skating, which I like. Okay. You're skipping, you're skipping through one, one, one era. Yeah. Let's talk about it. The skinny jeans. Oh, right. The super skinny jeans. The super big wheels. Like big pants. Like giant pants to like kind of normal pants to like this girl pants. People girl pants. The tightest and, fucking and things ever. The, yeah, they were like, they're, I never really ran that program, but like for a minute there, it was like, that was the thing to do. Like, if Dude. You, if you didn't have the skinny jean on, then you weren't like doing it. You know? My favorite thing, sorry to cut no, you off, go, go was ahead, like then. the group of kids all wearing the skinny jeans. But they had the one kind of chubby friend oh, yeah. that was trying to rock the skinny jeans too. On a fit. I was like, oh, you should. Wear he, had to, he, he had to wear like a bigger shirt. Yeah, to compensate, <laughs> compensate the jean. Totally. Still landing a kickflips and I. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Fuck, he's still man. doing it. Still pulling doing it that. Can barely bend over. And then um, also the music, right? So it's like it's all kind of whatever. I guess it's '80s, you know, fun Oingo Boingo and a little bit of punky like Red Hot Chili Peppersy shit. And then in the '80s with skateboarding, and then it's really hip hop. Yeah, the, the hieroglyphics. Oh, oh, all yeah. Yeah, hieroglyphics right? yep. came out, and they just SF heads. All those kids were just just kind of changed it a lot. With Dude, that. It, it got yeah. real hip hop. Everything got hip hop, and skateboarding got got like darker. It was '80s was just fluorescent colors in your fucking face, and everyone doing huge airs. '90s everything gets darker. You know, the '90s cameras, everything looks shitty, and it's all hip hop. It's all like you want to look like you're in New York everywhere yeah, if yeah. you're skateboarding totally. in the '90s, and then. Like Omar said, it it goes away from the big pants and the hip hop and the dark New York alleyways, and it goes skinniest Skinny jeans you can wear, fuck. big ass wheels again, and right back to full blown punk rock. Right. You had to have a misfit song mm-hmm. or you know what or metal, right? It was like Iron Maiden yep. came back, going fast. Now like, we're talking yeah. like two thousand skateboarding yep. where the wheels get bigger. You you have to land your tricks clean. Like Duddy said, yeah. everyone's going fast everyone's as going fuck. Fast as fuck. That was another thing in the 90s. The wheels got small and people were like barely rolling doing these tricks. Because right. it was just, dude, I got to flip this 87 oh, yeah. times. Yeah. Yeah. Like, it was like up. manual padding. Yeah. Yes. There's a <laughs> manual pad. You didn't really yep. have to. Have you it. seen, the, the, we were watching the, the Manny Buster, the, the Wecking Ball. Have you seen yeah, this guy? Yeah. Oh, oh my God. God. Yeah, but he's from Canada. Yeah. You know, Is he? okay, those guys, all those dudes, right, the, that you're talking about, these guys from Canada that do dime clothing. Okay. I don't know if you ever heard of that. Uh, Look it up. Know. It's it's awesome, man. These guys have such a cool thing going. They, like they're kind of like have this little uh, personality where they kind of make fun of everybody, but then yeah. they make fun of themselves as well. Yeah. And it's like okay, they're bringing more of like a Big Brother magazine into uh, and in, they're bringing like a Big Brother magazine into 
back again. You know, yeah, I don't know if yeah. you remember Big yeah. Brother magazine. Yeah. That's Big when Brother times... was an old skateboard magazine yeah. for the listeners, and they would talk shit. It, you yeah, know, it, yeah. it wasn't your like. But not, would not, be in target. Not, not as bad as Big Brother, but a similar kind of vibe, which yeah. is back. And that's what that guy kind of represents yeah. their whole thing. And he, uh, he's always got an outfit on. Oh, <laughs> uh, he's got some funny yeah. shit. And he's just like he's kind of gnarly too. You don't want to like. Oh, he's buff. Oh, he's yeah, buff, yeah, as fuck. buff as he fuck. He would fuck you up. And, and he skates good. He's pretty good skater. Yeah, Have you seen the one where? He, he gets uh, Danny Way. I didn't see it, but oh, it's I just saw him last like two weeks ago. They had this. It's called the Dime Challenge. Oh, and uh, he was there, and he was wearing a gold gym shirt. And he's nice. just like out there with his little outfit on. He was like actually, I think it was like a gold's gym tank top. Nice. And he's yeah, just perfect. like he runs it. You know yeah. what I mean? Like so I guess funny. if you're gonna run it, and, and you're, it's almost like the Hasoi thing. Like. You got to go full. You, you just you, you can't hate on it. After yeah. a while, you just have to accept it, and then you, it becomes cool. <laughs> yeah, like, <laughs> dude, that's the thing. We've we've had this on our episode before, where we we usually have like a word of the day and shit. I, was I don't so know, funny. If I was dude. We have just been talking to you and reminiscing, and we like forget even the shit we're supposed to do. But um, this is great, had, though. It's yeah. great. I don't even care. Um, we we talked about just be yourself. It's just like that. Just go be you as you as you're gonna be. And if people even hate on you for a while after. After a certain amount of time, if you continue being, as long as you're not a total piece of shit, keep being you and people yeah. will just go, that's who this person is, dude. Sure. And I'm going to love and respect them for that because they are who they are. And I feel nowadays it's, it's, it's more accepted than it used to be to like be different and be, yeah. totally. you know what I mean? Now yeah. it's like, it, it's like, it's, it's opened up doors with all, it's just being weird is all right. Like totally. it's okay. Yeah. Everyone's well, encouraged to be an individual nowadays. Like, so totally. people think that we're weird. But we, when we look at other people, we're like, "Whoa, those guys look weird." And then they're like, <laughs> everybody's like, fucking they're weird. They're looking at us like, weird. Well, "Those guys look weird too." So it's <laughs> yeah. like, whatever, right? Fucking weird. Everyone's weird. Yeah. But yeah. So, but having uh, you know Omar here, and for the word of the day today, we are gonna we're gonna have one. And yeah, yeah. the word of the day today is just fucking. It's balls. That's the word of the day today. You got to have balls in this world to make it. I mean, and especially, okay, you want to be a professional skateboarder or like ramp and just, you know, you got to fucking have some balls. And and with anything, okay, you want to, uh, you want to yeah. wear something different and stand out and just run with it. Then you're going to have to fucking have some balls because some people are going to hate you're on you, but you just got to follow dude. yourself. Yep. So whatever it is you're going to do in life, you don't have to be a professional skateboarder, but if you're just going to go out there and go after anything, you're going to have to have some fucking balls to just jump all the way in. Absolutely. And, and, and being a pool skater like Omar that's what I'm saying. is, and, and you know, transition skater, yeah. we actually haven't even gotten into how gnarly you are. That's We've what I been, wanted to get into is yeah. this right here. So speaking of having balls, and like I said, oh just my going God, fast, I can't watch just this. hauling ass. So here's this, uh, what do they call it? The, the Hall of Meat? Yeah, this Omar, is Hall, tell of, us Hall of Meat. So before we show uh, you this video. Well, this was at uh, Universal Studios. It was called the Downtown Showdown. Vans used to do it. And they made this it's those creature skateboards made this obstacle and you're supposed to go through it. And as you go through it, there's someone riding on the other side, the top side of it. And you can't tell, you can see the guy running away. Well, what, what happened is when I was going through it, a guy went over the top of it and his board fell. So it'd be like being in the barrel and seeing a surfboard coming down on you. I didn't even know that was exactly yeah. for yeah. the listeners too. go, go ahead and press play on this while yeah. he's explaining. So yeah, if you're, if you want to see this, go to our YouTube page and Omar's explaining it as so we I, watch the I, video. I flinched up cause it was a really small, see the guys running. So Omar's going under a tunnel with ramps on each side and someone's launching from one ramp to another over his head as he goes underneath at and a million miles fell, an hour. See, he's grabbing his board and I explained it on this thing right here. He, and as as I'm going through, I'm seeing him 
his board right there. So I flinched up to not hit him. Does that make sense? Yeah. 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 I can't even watch it because it's so So, so he's like down on the ground grabbing his board. And, so you and I'm going full speed through it. And he's still there. So I, I, I try to like flinch up a little bit to slow down. But it, at the same time, uh, I hit the... I hit, so, it's like running through and hitting your head on, on the doorway. Yeah, on the top of the door. So, for the, yeah, Omar is skating fast as fuck going underneath these ramps with, you know, and the ramps are over his head and a dude's launching over his head. He kind of loses his board. So Omar flinches a bit, stands up a little too high and catches the top of his head on this on the bottom of this <laughs> ramp. And I mean, it just scalps you, dude. Scalps it him. is horrifying to listen to. I know, because, uh, you know, it's, it's horrifying to think about. You can like your back goes... All right, tingly. stop. Stop playing that. If you want to get even more creeped <laughs> out, well, you know just the watch the video. Cassidy's bar. <laughs> we were talking out. about that earlier. Straight to Cassidy's oh, after that. Yeah, yeah. Dude. one of the guys helping him out has a bar. <laughs> oh, I love that. So, anyways, you know what's crazy about that is there was such a panic. So yeah, there's and, the photo. And the guy that oh. was uh, the the trainer guy that was there, he started panicking out. He was like, I, "I'm losing blood." And then I was like, "Dude, like." I kind of like, for some reason, I didn't get knocked unconscious. I kind of wish I would, because then I would have. Oh knocked, yeah. But I was kind of like still awake, like looking. And then like, one I of my my, up. my friend Sam's like one of the gnarliest guys I know. He's like just, he's just a gnarly guy, right? And he comes up, and he was one of the first people to look at me. And he looks at me, he's like, and the look on his face, I was like, this is not good. If Sam's scared right yeah. now, oh. <laughs> like, yeah, that's if the, one of the gnarliest guys <laughs> yeah, that I know is like grimacing at me. Oh. That's such a thing. Like, yeah, think of that when, you know, one of your gnarliest friends and you can't <laughs> yeah. see the injury that yeah, you just you got and your it. friend looks at you and almost wants to throw uh, up. Yeah, You're like, oh, yeah, okay. Yeah. I'm not sure I want to look at what's going so, on. Okay. Here. Interesting story that came out of the, good out of this is uh, I got put in an ambulance. They took me, they were panicking. They didn't know what to do. They took me to the wrong hospital. It was a Hollywood hospital, hospital in Hollywood. And then this guy, uh, that, that when, once they took me out, the doctor came out and they're like, wow, he needs a head trauma. You're at the wrong place, right? But the whole time I was in the ambulance, I could feel it like... Flopping. Yeah, it wasn't good. And so I was like, I looked at the guy in the eyes and I'm like, hey man, just please, I don't want to get back in the ambulance. I'm not getting back in the ambulance. I'm, I'm not going to do it. Bring someone to me, do anything. I was like freaking out. And the guy's like, uh, 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 and then he finally was like, I think I, I'll, I think I'll, I'll try. He like, he was going to try to help me out. Oh my God. So then he went and they did all the scans for the internal stuff. And then the guy sat there, worked on me for four and a half hours. It was like 160 stitches inside and like 43 staples outside. And then he was so proud of his work. <laughs> Because he was all stoked after. Because I, I, I was actually I'm really glad I helped I, you, man. No, I was actually <laughs> bonding with the guy yeah. while he was talking to me because they got me on some good drugs at that point. Yeah. So I was just like, "It's not like, this is great." <laughs> and then um, he hit me up on social media like a year later and was like, "Hey, man, do you know who I am?" I'm like, "No." He's like, "I'm the doctor or whatever." And then we became like friends through that. Nice, that's but, awesome. But so like. On top of that, he was just like really proud of his work, and I was just stoked that I talked him into doing it. So we, it, out of everything, it sounds weird, but like the the guy actually was. Now we we like talk to each other frequently. I mean, it was a pretty important, <laughs> yeah. important guy. Yeah, in your life, yeah. actually. You know? And he yeah. has a daughter, and I have a daughter, so we kind of bonded over like living. Yeah, because yeah. like we know how much it means to survive and then mm -hmm. have, you know, your yeah, because yeah, your I mean, daughter fuck, and, that could have been stuff, really so, bad, like, man. That was kind of cool. That is Whew. heavy. So maybe yeah. it was all meant to be. Oh, yeah, it is. <laughs>
I mean, look, and I his think his name's Spino Man on, on Instagram. <laughs> At Spino oh, Man. Yeah, yeah. Hit him up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I heard the Omar story. Hey, great work, by yeah. the way, dude. Hey, you know what's funny, though? Now he's, he, he when I, I follow him on Instagram or whatever, and he always shows, he's always on the news giving stories because, like, Hollywood Hospital is no joke. Like, when I was in there, there were people coming in for gunshot wounds, like, and, oh, and, and there was, like, derelicts, like, when he first, when I first came in there, he was like, "Okay, what kind of drugs are you on?" I'm like, "Dude, I'm not on drugs. Like, I fell skating, but my shirt's all sweaty and I'm my head's blasted and I'm still awake." He's like, yeah. "Why are you? What what kind of drugs are you on?" You know, so skateboarding. Yeah, yeah. like I was just like, so yeah, it was an interesting situation, but damn, Dude, happened. And I, so I think what Duddy was getting at with the balls thing is that didn't stop you even no, a little bit. No, you know what? To tell you the truth, we had this, I, I wrote for Ford back in the day and we did this marketing campaign on like Ford Tough. And uh, like, dude, I've had a lot of injuries. I got like six screws in my ankle. I got three pins in my elbow. I had an ACL surgery with like two screws on my knee. And then I've had this dislocated my shoulder, like it, it, you know, to, to be a professional skateboarder and actually be that guy and really go for it and try like having a faint heart or being like weak is not, is not part of the deal. So, yeah. you know, it's like, especially nowadays, I, I grew up in an era where like wearing pads were not really the coolest, you know, like yeah. I, when I first started wearing pads was like, all right. And then got to the point where it was like, became you're, you're jumping down a fucking 15 stair handrail without pads. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you don't use pads for that. Pads aren't going to help. You know, yeah. there's no way to get out of that situation. So. And it's, yeah, it, it's just you ever can't changing. Do it. It's like, if you see someone doing that in a helmet on the street, you're yeah. almost like, uh, yeah. it's almost like cheating. And yeah, that's, not yeah. even, that's not even cool yeah. to skateboarders to put that pressure look, on them. You're watching true. these videos and all these things of these skaters just fucking landing these amazing tricks and these huge airs. They didn't land those the first time they tried those. Oh, no. You know, you're, no. you're falling a bunch to, yeah. to learn how to land these tricks. So you're just constantly yeah. eating shit. Yeah, like if I, if I had a highlight reel of my whole, every injury in my life, it'd probably be pretty disgusting. Let's play some Omar. Spin some footage of Omar shredding some pools or something while we're talking here for, for the tubers. There we go. No sound, though. Thanks, boys. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Great no, song. But, um, Great song. So I was thinking we get into maybe a band camp. Do you have one? What is it? The band. Okay. Uh, oh, we didn't even tell you what it is. Yeah, every episode we got a segment called uh, "One Time at Band Camp," and it just gives you a chance to just tell a story from the time you started till now. Anything that stands out, funny or. I know, told Duddy the head scalp or... should be the band camp, and he's all, "No, he'll have fun." Yeah, yeah. I'm like, "Well, fuck, you just told no, the well, gnarliest shit." I was telling shit. you the, the Gigi Allen oh, story. Oh, was Gigi, good. that's amazing. right. All right, let me play the drop for you. Oh, and this one time at band camp. <laughs> so we went to uh, the Powell Warehouse, was which was in uh, Santa Barbara at the time, and there was just that that little Isla Vista town there where all yeah. the college kids go to, and yep. there was a bunch of punker kids that just went to school there and had like a house, and they ended up all coming together and renting Gigi Allen for the day. Tell the listeners what Gigi Allen Gigi is. Gigi Allen in case they is don't a know. musician that is more shock value than yeah. music and he's known to like cut himself shit on himself throw shit at the crowd get beat up yeah. beat the crowd up like yeah. he's pretty much it's, it's the it's like the essence of what punk rock is which be it's it's, it's not earlier than punk rock yeah so i didn't even know who he was i was 16 years old and uh we're sitting there and 
my friend Willie was like, yeah, we're going to go see Gigi Allen tonight. And they're all excited. Like, they're all super excited. And I'm like, oh, wow, they're fucking hyped. Like, whatever. Mm -hmm. I didn't know who he was. Yeah. So they take oh. us. And it's just, it's just this little room that they fucking rented out. It was like a shitty little room. And he comes out. First of all, it's, it starts to get packed. There's probably only 70 kids there. You know, it wasn't even a big venue or something. It was like a concert or anything, right? We're in this little room, and mm -hmm. yeah. he comes in in a, in a little g-string. <laughs> this big bald dude, he's you know, and he <laughs> yeah. just, just comes in, and he just is like you could just feel the energy of like everyone's getting riled up, right? And then he's yeah. just like looking around all crazy. Who knows what drugs the guy's probably on, right? And then all of a sudden, uh, my friend Willie was like, "Just kind of stand behind me," and I'm just at that point like. What did I get myself into? What's right? about to happen? Yeah. That's Gigi. <laughs> I didn't know what was going Google on. Google Gigi Allen after you watch yeah. them, after you listen and then to this. All Pull of up a, sudden, a photo of Gigi yeah, Allen. Like, so while just, Omar's talking. Yeah. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, he was just like, like kind of pacing around all crazy. And then all of a sudden, the music kind of it's just barely starts. And he just starts smashing the microphone on his head and splitting his head open. Oh and then he starts taking the microphone and like putting it up his at butt. And then he's like licking it like an ice cream cone. Oh, and that's then I'm huge. like, oh. I'm like, what the hell? Like, wh what? And then all of a sudden, it just started. Go the music started going, and then people just started charging him. He's just fighting and singing, and uh, like my friend Will um, Ricky Barnes. At the one point, I remember he like got behind him and ran, jumped behind his back and was like riding him, like supermaning him on his back. <laughs> <laughs> and Gigi's trying to punch him off. Dude, it's and, like, and it was like riding a bull. Like yeah. it was like, it was like out of like a, a, like watching a bull riding contest. It's a real thing. I mean, this guy existed, you know, or I, I think he's dead, right? I, mm -hmm. I think I remember hearing that like I 12 years no, ago. He kept saying he was going to kill himself yeah. forever. That was his whole thing. And then he would like claim dates, and then that date wouldn't happen. Yeah. And, then, and you're like, wait a minute, like. And then he ended uh, up overdosing. Liar. Yes, and dude, there's plenty <laughs> of videos of Gigi Allen. I'm not joking. Like uh, everything Omar's saying is exactly dead on him. And he would like shit into his hand on stage, rub it around his whole body, and then jump into the crowd and just chase people out of the arena. <laughs> Cops uh, would come. He'd be covered no, in yeah. shit. Oh yeah. So, I mean, it's just absolute. So, nuts this is what happened at the end there's um it started getting so crazy he probably played about four songs at this point and it was like getting too dangerous like people were getting fucking catapulted around the room <laughs> yeah and then there was this like really long bench on the ground it was like a wooden bench i'll never forget it and somehow all of a sudden the thing gets up in the air and thrown around in the pit. Oh. And at that point, it was like any man for themselves. Yep. Yeah. Like, Instead of like, a beach ball, it's a and bench. It goes, a bench. It goes flying through one of the windows oh, perfect. of the place. And then all of a sudden, the cops come about like 10 minutes later, and they start funneling everyone out. And as they're funneling everyone out, you just see G.G. Allen in handcuffs. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And we're like, dude, this guy. And that was my introduction to who he was. He was oh, like, I love this but, fucking but guy. But his songs, actually, he's got a couple of songs that are, are like really entertaining and like good quality music. Mm -hmm. So it's it's crazy because like as much as a derelict as he was, it was a lot of show, but he does have a couple 
you know, hit song. They weren't like radio hits. No, but they're, like, <laughs> they're known. But and they're like pretty good, you know? There's a weird documentary. The Give Me Some too. Head song was pretty yeah. good. <laughs> Dude, it, I, it's I, a family song. I remember hearing like a, his teacher or something in like some documentary. He was like, he was a polite kid. or so, It was one of those things where it's like no one yeah. saw this coming. Yeah. Uh, he was and just then he just day. turned into a beast. I got dude. an idea. Oh, just an absolute <laughs> nugget. That's a hell of a band camera. Damn, dude. that's a good one. You know what's funny is a lot of the kids, we're talking about kids today, I see Gigi Allen shirts all the time still. Oh, it's everywhere. And I'm like, these kids have no idea. Like, it's now that he's gone, I guess they say you're a legend when you die. But he was yeah. like a living legend as well to us. But when he died, now he's like, you know, bigger than life. You, you go, go to oh. Venice right now and get a shirt. <laughs> On Dude, the beach in I Venice. can't wait till, because you know how parents, they'll put, the, it's like you'll yeah. see a two-year-old with a Nirvana shirt, and you're like, yeah. that kid doesn't even, it's right. listening to Baby Shark, you know, yeah. whatever. Yeah. I can't wait till I see a two-year-old with a G. Yes, that's Dude. coming up. He doesn't listen, or she right. doesn't listen start to Gigi. Buying, when my friends have newborns, oh, no. I'm going to start buying them Gigi Allen newborns, <laughs> because I guarantee you, most of my friends have no idea who the fuck Gigi Allen, they'll just be like, oh yeah, it's like an old school, like rock and roll guy, right? That would yeah. actually be a good Halloween outfit. I, I think I think I might be Gigi Allen for oh, Halloween just this a, year. Just like, a, I'm already just a bald, G-string? so that's, all I need is a, a G-string <laughs> oh and a beard. God. A little goatee. Rub some mud all over yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. Some, some blood on your head, oh, some way. poop on your chest. <laughs> Walk into a party. Oh, oh dude, dude. That's actually the most... Oh, that's dude. genius. I'm Gigi Allen. What? Yeah. Mo- uh, and probably no one will ever know. No, there'll be one person at the can, party who's like, dude. You can get away with anything. Legend. Like, it's your one night to just like... Yeah. Do anything you want. Oh shit on that God. one guy that you always wanted <laughs> to shit on. Oh. Put a little bit of real shit in with that mud. hugs. Be hugging people. Hey. You might want to take oh, a shower for later. For fuck's sake. So let's get into just, I mean, fuck. We're, we're chatting. We're going. I wanted to, to know your opinion, too. Skateboarding's taken another drastic turn. Like, now it's fully back. It's on. Skateboarding, surfing, the whole culture that when we were kids was kind of an underground thing. It is... It is, it's a part of society everywhere on earth now. And now skateboarding has even gone from the, the video. Okay. So we kind of skipped over to in the, in the, in the eighties, there was like team videos, but in the nineties and the two thousands, it was all about those skate videos. Every single skate team would have to drop their big video and you would wait for it. Cause it would be, you know, every skater on the team would have a part and you'd want to see your favorite skaters. It was so important to have this mega skate video. Now it's almost like the skate video thing is going away and it's all about just YouTube. You just drop your part okay. on YouTube or little Instagram clips. Perfect, clips. perfect example. Yeah. Print magazine. Gone. 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 The only only like standing one is Thrasher magazine. Yeah. Transworld just quit last year because they're online fully now. Um, but when we were kids, that was your Bible. It was like... Mm-hmm. Thrasher was like what you looked at. Then became uh, videos and then became YouTube and now with social media. Yep. So it's crazy that now social media became, you know, you don't have to wait. Kid drops it right now. Someone's yep. <laughs> You can go online right now and right just now. five minutes ago, someone has done something gnarly. And then that's kind of what it came yep. down to. But it's kind of sad that print's gone because those are like iconic 
that was like an iconic photo. Some of the, if you got a really good photo that everyone remembered, and then you know they came out monthly, so you had to wait till the next month. Mm-hmm. Now you just every minute, it's just it's it just an ever ever yeah. changing. Well, I you think know? it's just with everything now. It's like these kids and and everyone really because everything's so accessible and so quick. It's it's people's attention spans. Are yeah, no one wants to sit down and watch an hour and a half skate video. No, no one wants to watch more than fifteen seconds. They just on a want video. to watch a cool <laughs> clip. Eland yeah, next. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You know, just. And it, and and it's like you said too. We're not even watching pros half the time anymore. It's just someone in yeah. Iceland did some sick move off something, and everyone shared it. And now I'm watching it. I yeah. don't know who the person. It's not even a bad thing. It's just it's no. It's just, it's just, it's just, it's just the changing uh, changing yeah. of yeah. Uh, the 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 way that yeah. you know people see things and perceive like you know whatever you're into. It could be anything. Yeah, there's a. There's an Insta handle for anything you're into anything. out there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Someone just invented a new cookie yeah. and they just showed it off. <laughs> whoa, 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 Are you serious? I mean, probably. Uh, I can sprinkle dude. some Cheeto dust on top. Uh, no, I don't no, know, no, dude. No, Did no, I just no, invent no, one? No, dude, no, no, that's no. where we're, that's why tricks are so gnarly. It's like, you see, you know, someone does a, a new trick. It's on Instagram that day. Yeah. Now half the planet's learned it and they've added a variation yeah, to it. Yeah, now yeah. that's on Instagram. Bang, yes. we go from there. It's just the world we're living in is so much, you know, it's, to keep one up in each other it's progressive and, and it's i mean like, <laughs> but that's why it, it really comes down to though I, I feel like that's why some of the old stuff really holds a lot of weight it, it, people might not realize now but later in life since they're seeing so much stuff some having that old footage and stuff meant so much because when we were kids we didn't really have videotapes that much video cameras we always had pictures like yeah, for a lot of the totally. early 80s pros that's why that dogtown documentary is so cool it's because they were they had actual film behind it so in my mind it, oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah. It, it's kind of good to to see some of that older stuff for me because it's like it's it's undocumented stuff only limited people had even the means to have it documented nowadays anyone yep. could just go out and you know so it, it some of that iconic stuff is is, is still going to always kind of hold weight i feel like the sparsity of it makes it legendary. I always say this, there will never be another Beatles because when the Beatles blew up, yeah, right. If you could go on Instagram back then and and I'm I now follow John Ringo Paul, I know yeah. their girlfriend. Oh, they just yeah. went to Disneyland, ding Paul, ding. Yeah. No Can I excitement. propose to my wife on yeah. your next yeah. show? Paul, will yeah. you fly out? So um <laughs> yeah, but you know, back then it was just like who are these aliens? All I saw was them walk off an airplane. They've landed in America. They've got weird haircuts. I won't see them again till they're on the Tonight show. Yeah. And it's and all oh, you just can't wait and that's kind of what Thrasher, that's what the magazines were of the 80s. You didn't know who won a skateboard competition until the magazine came yeah, out and the sure. fucking ratings were Same yeah, with surfing. Yeah, 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 like, yeah. Who won in Australia? I have no idea. I have to wait till Surfer Mag comes out. Yeah. And then somewhere in there, it'll say who won. I mean, nowadays, you're watching it live on your yeah. phone while driving while and eating. While it's happening. Yeah. yeah. While you're surfing. Yeah. Yeah. You know, so that's, yeah. that's the only difference, really, in, yeah. in what's going on today, you know, and... And to be honest, like, I think it's kind of cool that everyone has that uh, platform to be able to be like, if you're doing something gnarly, you're doing something gnarly. Like, you know, it's like, dude, it speaks for itself in in that way. But, you know, you can never take away from, like, the pioneering and the stuff from back in the day. That's why that stuff is so iconic. Like, we were talking about old bands. Uh, it could be anything that has, 
that much impact at that time, it'll know it. It still holds just as much weight, you know. And style was so important in the '80s because there wasn't a million tricks. It was really everyone was doing the same tricks. You know, there was there was obviously innovation always going on, but everyone's just doing big airs. If we're talking yep. about skateboarding specifically, yep. backside or frontside, there started to be some spins and some finger flips, but. The way you stood out was how you looked on your board and how, you know, 10 dudes doing a method error, but one of them is going to be like, oh fuck, you know? And so that will never die. Like style will always you know what, remain. You know what kind of died though? Is being able to name a trick. Cause really, that, that, <laughs> I feel like that's been like the one thing that I'm like, ah, oh, we kind of missed that boat, that generation of like. Because people are naming tricks like Caballero has a trick after his own name, you know what oh, I mean? Yeah, and like, saying now it's just three sixty foot. Yeah, 360, yeah no it's a variation. Blunt. It's like oh, it's yeah. a variation of a Caballero. It's, yeah, uh, but like back then, see, it, it, which is rad. I mean, the method error. You say the method error, and the reason that came is it was the way the method that the person did that, and I'm sure Neil Blender or someone like that. I'm not exactly sure, but like they were able to like actually name these tricks, which That's is cool. kind of crazy yeah. to think about. Like Smith, the grind, bomb drop, they, Dwayne Peters, Costa Mesa legend ledge has yeah. so many to acid drop. Mm-hmm. He's probably on acid when he dropped in. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean, there's like yeah. stories behind like this. Think so. I would, there's been, like, I would probably think so. Yeah. I'll give it 99.9%. <laughs> Dude. Yeah. It would, he would have to name it the not acid drop. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, you're absolutely, I never even thought about that. Yeah. And now, and a lot of times, dude, people are pretty cool in skateboarding where they don't name a lot of things after yeah. themselves. Like he could have named it the Peters launch, well, you know. But Tony yeah. Hawk, this probably invented more tricks than anyone. And there's nothing named Hawk after it. No. And even the new flips and stuff, it's like dolphin flip or laser, you know, they, they don't really yeah, name yeah, it yeah, after yeah, themselves. Which is kind of. It's bad on them a little bit. <laughs> yeah, they could have been legends. Had, like, you could, up, like, dude. It could say like whatever. It's just I would name yeah. it right after my name. Yeah, okay, Tony I mean, Hawk. Flop. No shame in my game yeah. at all. Like, <laughs> Kevin uh, Flip. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I guess it is kind of oh, cool. Shit. So it's kind of and not only that, but everything's been done. Such so variations of it all, but yeah, it's all very technical. I never it's, even thought about so that in yeah. snowboarding. It's all just varial. Uh huh. To nose like three sixty. To it's all there, like math. Yeah. 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 You know, besides like lip slide. I mean, there's you know? so That's many cool shit. That, that Neil Blender guy was iconic because it, first of all, he's just got a really crazy personality. So he would come up with all the names to tricks, a lot of names of tricks, and it would just be kind of a joke yeah. name. And then he'd just add, apply it to like, oh, that's the manual because he's doing it so many times, which is just a wheelie out. It's a manual. He's got the manual on that. That's he's got, what he's it got is. It locked. He's <laughs> That's why manu- yeah, I always yeah. wonder that, like he's, manual. Yeah, so, yeah. He, he's got the manual on that because he's just doing it so many times. Or then there's like um, the roast beef, or the stale Gons invented the stale fish, or like you know, is like it, I wonder that just looks like a fish. I, I, I mean, thing? That, I don't know. That, that's the thing is like back then it was just like you could just put name coin names whatever, on everything. Yeah. You know what I mean? And now yeah, it's kind of like, cool. That's that's a Mick twist almost. Yeah, that's uh, Miguel. Miguel, yeah, I mean, that's cool. That's that's definitely he can claim that. Yeah, fuck yeah, dude. And I like that. That's a great fucking name too. And then Christair. I mean, Christair. Christair is a great one. Christian Christ. Yeah, we pulled it up earlier. So, but yeah, yeah. And then, but like that. That's one thing that was kind of cool about those. That's when I say back to like Instagram and stuff too. Now, that's one thing that you can't ever take back. Is you can't. You could come up with some new trick, but you. 
There's name. It's just a, a variation of something that's been done. Yeah. Yeah. So back then was real crazy special times like that. You know what I mean? Like, it's like even in surfing, I don't, I don't really see the trick names changing that much. You know what I mean? And it's like, real. There's no nothing. I don't even besides like a bird. You know, Larry Birdleman. Yeah. They'd be like, oh, he did a little bird. If yeah. he like throws the. But other than that, it's like off the lip. Yeah. Cut back, floater, Floaters. bear. I mean, it's like refrigerator, microwave. <laughs> they didn't care. Yeah, they didn't get too critical. Yeah. Pan drag barrel. You know, they're fucking very mathematical. Dude, what the hell? Well, shit, trip man. down memory lane. Real quick before we <laughs> yeah. go, though, I just to 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 kind of cap it all up, because yeah. we did like a dope little skateboarding trip through memory, you know, through memory yeah. lane from the 80s to now. What do you think might be the next little move for skateboarding? Is in the next, obviously we're going to the Olympics, but what do you well, maybe think the innovation will be in the next five to 10 years of skateboarding? Well, I just think it, it's, it's, uh, obviously there's so many available parks, like parks within actual recreational parks. Mm -hmm. Like I just feel like it's not, oh, yeah, it's, it's not going anywhere. It's going to be, it's, it's, I mean, you got to realize how long has baseball been around? Yeah. Oh yeah. What, hundred and a million? Right? I don't skateboarding even, has only been around since the late 60s yeah. maybe so it's still like we're we're talking about something that's evolving still and mm -hmm. that will always be like still kind of like this like wheel that's just turning and it's getting mm -hmm. bigger and bigger and it's just gonna it's gonna be you know it's gonna be like a actually like recognizable i don't want to call it a sport but it's gonna be like a fun, yeah. like a sport it's gonna be organized I think so I see what that's you're what saying. I think is going to happen. You're saying like, look, everyone listening has a park near them. And eventually you're thinking almost like tennis courts. Yeah, it's, exactly. It's just going to be a skate park yeah, at all yeah, of these. Right. And, then, and the street the skating Olympics, will always, street skating will always be there. Yeah. And that's type of skateboarding. But I mean, the, the actual like exception of, from like a public pers 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 like persona of like, oh, what is skateboarding? Like they're going to get it. Like moms nowadays aren't going to be like our, our parents were, where they're like, what is this thing you're doing? Like mm -hmm. it's, oh, it's, yeah. it's way more organized and it's going to be totally embraced by like the mainstream. And I feel like after this Olympics and all this, you know, stuff that's going on is just like em embedding it more in people's heads that it's okay. It's just, it's, it's, it's not a crime. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's so, not a skateboard. It's not a crime. <laughs> that's what it's I mean. Not. Like and that's, what that's you all touched on kind of something. What I love is even though skateboarding and things like things like skateboarding or surfing that we like fucking tend to like try to call them a sport, but for us, it's almost like, no, it's a yeah. lifestyle thing. Even though it is a sport now it's going to the Olympics. I don't think football or baseball or anything else really has this where like you said, there will always be the street skateboarding. Yeah. No matter how popular or normal skateboarding yeah, becomes, yeah. there's always going to be a grimy undercore totally. that's doing their own thing outside of the professional Just posting cool sure. clips. And they can make a living totally. doing that. And surfing, nowadays it's gone back to, you know, you have the pros. You have the best of the best surfing. And they're making living. They're sponsored by Target and Nike and everything. But now that things crept back with style where if you have a twin fin and you're just doing sick laybacks yeah, yeah, and your yeah. hair's long, you're smoking cigs on the beach and taking blowing hey, you gotta tokes, vape. you got to vape. You got to vape. You can put out clips. Totally. You can get video parts. So we're so lucky that the sports <clears throat> we love, like surfing and skate, you can always just be a ground level person and still, and still it feels untouched to you. For sure. 
Yeah. Like you can't go, there's no underground. No one plays baseball like the you're yeah, playing yeah, baseball yeah. or you're not. Yeah. You know, yeah. there's no dirty way to do it. Yeah, I mean, maybe yeah. you got like street basketball. That's kind of a grind. Yeah, cool. you, you can there's definitely things, get that. Yeah. But, there's definitely like street basketball for yeah, sure. You know, but I don't know. Yeah, but it's so lucky but, yeah. to have that street level gnarly. For sure. That'll never go away. And never. then and then like just you know, like like you used to get kicked out of spots skating all the time. Yeah. And yep. I feel like even security guards at this point are like, we know what that is now. Like, yeah, they'll kick you out, but we'll give you one last chance. Like, yeah. you got this one more yeah. shot. Well, yeah, yeah. yeah, try again, try again. <laughs> hey, dude, how that. many how many videos are online of like police yeah. officers oh, in yeah. uniform oh, yeah. throwing oh, kick yeah, 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 yeah. in? They're like, "What's up, dude? Yeah. All right, be good, kids." Right, and security guards, I mean, you're like, yeah. So yeah. It, it's on, dude. It's it's on. Yeah, for sure. That's cool. So uh, uh, before before this, we talked about it, and you know, this is a thing that happens sometimes on our show. So you got a shit your pants story? Yeah, yeah. I, I was. Uh, Okay, one time I was in Puerto Rico, <laughs> Puerto Rico, right? And I went to a Subway sandwich spot, and I ate the soup at the, in Puerto Rico, soup okay. at a Subway. I don't know what I was thinking. Oh, because it's just water, and they're making <laughs> no, like, yeah. the water, what was dude, in there, whatever, right? Yeah. So then we found, I found, we were driving by this, like, <laughs> this government <laughs> building, and there's this, like, like, ro- like spot I found where you can kind of roll in. It was about, like, a four-foot drop at the end, and uh, my friend... Nick, we were like, oh, let's, I think we got this, right? We're all up there kind of sizing it up, sizing it up. And then all of a sudden he like, okay. And he dropped and and just made it first try. And I was like, I got it. I got his back. I got to do this. So then I, I rolled in behind him and I felt my, st- you know, a little bubble guts. And next thing <laughs> you know, I landed and I went back seat and sat like, just like, just sat down, just sat like, just ass slammed. And just instantly just, just blew man. it out, right? <laughs> and then next thing you know, I had a, a, a girl that was our, our team manager at the time. So um, I'm like, yeah, no, I'm good. I think I'm over it. I'm off it. Because I could have just probably, if I didn't do that, run up there and just made it. And I get but in you've the, got a little... Yeah, sh- so I get in the van. <laughs> I get in the van, anybody. right? I get in the van, and all of a sudden oh. it was like, I'm in the van, and I'm just like, oh my God, I shit my face. And then I couldn't say anything because there was a girl involved. That yeah. was like, and it's like, if it was the boys, I would have been like, been yeah, like spot. yeah, yeah. So I was all embarrassed. I was all embarrassed. And then luckily, <laughs> we go to this spot by the beach that had this bowl that was by the beach, by the water. I'm like, yeah, I'm sick, the ocean. Like, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to jump in the ocean. And everyone's like, why are you <laughs> jumping in the ocean? With my pants and everything. So I, I'm going to do this splashy I, thing. I, I, I had some shorts with me that were in my bag and ended up just like going down there and like getting rid of the pants, taking a swim. And like, luckily, not, no one no one really figured yeah, it out. You but fucking snuck out Dude, the I shit, couldn't. Dude, I was like, in. I was totally. How like, old were you? This was not too long ago. <laughs> this is recent. Yeah, dude. That's fucking rad. <laughs> this last week, dude. What the fuck? No, this was like a couple years ago, but oh, I wasn't God. like a child. You yeah, know? yeah. Like, oh hell yeah! That's even. This makes it even better. Fuck. The closer to today that it happens, the better the story. Yeah. So, but if she wasn't there, it would have been a little easier to deal with. Oh my oh. God, that's awesome! You, you're the first person I think to just cleanly sneak away with sneak a whole oh, hey, shit. Dude, yeah. No Successful one in the car smelled no, yeah, no, it. My friend Johnny was like, "Dude, she smells like shit here," and I was like <laughs> agreeing with him, like, "Yeah, dude." It's what like the shit. fuck, bro? The whole time, because I knew where we were going that was by the ocean. So I was like, just like, kind of just holding it. But at the same time, it's like, but then I had, you know, the, the rest of the time, my, my stomach was still like 
jacked up. But I, I, I pulled it the rest of the day, but just that one, just whatever, the way I landed and... Didn't so you land hard, your board out. flies out in front of yes. you, ass hits the ground. Yeah, and it was... <laughs> and then you did the best it was possible a full, like, thing. A, it's like throwing a tomato on the ground. Right? <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> you fucking nailed it because you got back into the car. You can't be the first person to say it smells like shit in here. No, no, no. You no, gotta no. wait till it, you're it, home. I was it. actually like like agreeing with him. Like, yeah, it does. Yeah, yeah, that's perfect. Dude, it does. did someone Did try? you fart? Everyone yeah, check right. their shoes. Was everyone everyone yeah. check their shoes. No dog shit? you know what I feel like more people probably shit their pants doing snowboarding because when you get an oh, ass yeah. spreader you get a good oh, cheek yeah. spreader up oh, on the yeah. mountain dude you know that shit hurts everyone knows that one when you fall and one ass cheek stays put yeah, but your body it, momentum dude, just butts dude. Dude. <laughs> Bro, oh, it's the most so violating yeah. thing the cheek ever. spreader, uh, cheek spreader. snowboarding's <laughs> like the, the, the uh, one that'll do happen, it dude. Yeah. it'll happen the pants will stick on the and, oh, and yeah. anyone, no whack. anyone that's ever had that if they're listening that's done that snowboarding knows exactly oh, yeah. what the hell we're talking oh, about dude. it's a fucking good old fashioned that's rough oh my god what a show dude dude so we're running out of time, but before yeah. we get out of here, we have to ask you an important question. Oh my God. Uh-oh. So uh, we got this thing we started this last summer tour. Hey, can you guys go to our Instagram <laughs> and just roll that footage on the we're skate on the skate footage. gang video? And we started this thing where some of us we went and we we all got these old school boards. We started riding around, we made a song and stuff, and it's called uh, the skate gang. And we were wondering. If maybe you would join our skate gang. Do I have to get jumped in? No, we're gonna we're gonna, <laughs> we're gonna tap you in. We're gonna tap you uh, in. Yeah, yeah, I'm down. And, and we're and when and we're getting skate gang shirts made. Look at that, Let's dude. Do it. Skate, skate gang, gang member. member. You're by far right. the best skater yeah. in the gang. Dude. I need to get a, a shaped board now though, because that yeah. one's a little too popsicle stick. <laughs> dude, that one's a little sticky. Can you guys get on onto our Instagram and while we're getting out of here, play the little the little snippet? Here's the deal with our skate gang. We got no tricks, dude. This is strictly us cruising through through show. We venues. go straight. We go straight, dude. So <laughs> you don't even have to tap your tail to the ground to be in this gang. Oh, there it dude. is, dude. Feeling good. We just put out a little sneaky edit, dude. Where is it? Where's the skate gang? Didn't you put it out on the Feeling Good with Duddy page or no? It he doesn't did. look like yeah, you did. Yeah, yeah. I don't see it. Oh, you, you can fuckers. go to my personal one. It's right there. Yeah, dude. It's right there. Go on to my top. personal. It's right there. But as we're doing that, thank as you so doing, much. Let me get the yeah, outro going. Bam. Sure. Oh, by the way, where, where can people find you? What do you do? Like anything, anything you need to plug or want to plug or you um, don't even care, huh? No. You're all fucking too nice. Skate. Oh, dude. Good. Just in case you want us to put, it, put together a board for you, this was on tour. Oh, no, you're good. Yeah, we we uh this was a Providence, Rhode Island. So every right. venue we went to, pretty much on this tour, we just skateboarded through the venues. We hit up uh, skate gang, skate gang, skate gang. Every uh, what are these uh like fucking oh, yeah, parking yeah. structures? Oh, we were all about it. You know, you guys need to go is uh that. In Carson, they have that thing that goes around. A big circle yeah, one? Yeah, but it's like, it's it's made for, like, bikes. Oh, nice. But you just kind of cruise it. Dude, we got to do That'll be a skate gang adventure. Everyone knows that what's up. Let me know. Yeah, Everyone man. knows that what's up. We want to do a skate gang meetup where we just tell people we're going to skate from here to here, and they can join us, so we'll let you know. Omar, has well, saw I'm in on the next one. Yeah, oh, yeah. 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 yeah.
Tell them what to do with subscribing and liking and all oh, that good right. stuff. that's right. Subscribe to all of our shit. Go to our Patreon for behind-the-scenes uh, footage of this and every episode. Go buy some stuff on feelinggoodwithduddy.com and you're going to feel better than you do now. Um, again, Thanks have a to great everybody day. Uh, over here at Reamp Studio. Oh, that's right, Daddy. Thank you. Uh, and always, as always, go to cutlessbrand.com and put in code feelinggood and you will get 20% off your order. Other than that, people, please go uh, and, and give this podcast a rating and maybe even leave a review. We can, we'd love to hear what you guys are thinking. And if you fucking hate it, give us a one star and tell us we fucking <laughs> suck. Yeah, I don't care. care. Be honest. Be honest. Go, go give us a little uh, rating and give us a little comment. Yeah. We appreciate it. Thank you guys again. Have a nice day. Yeah. Peace.